Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. Back here on Fantasy Sports Today, Scott Engel and Jim Day carrying you here for the second hour, and we're getting ready for a little uh, football in London here, as uh, the Eagles and the Jaguars are coming up in just a half hour, but to update you on some of the information that has already come out this morning, uh, it looks like Randall Cobb is expected to play with the hamstring injury. How does that make you uh, feel about Geronimo Allison? It seems like Allison is... uh, he has more upside. Uh, he was less of an injury risk coming into this week. Oh, I love Allison. Look, he's been in double digits every single week he's played. I don't expect that to change, especially in this game where, you know, the implied point to- totals are high. The, the over uh, under is high. I'm sorry. And then also, you know, Green Bay getting eight points. I think Rogers is going to have to throw a ton. I love Allison this week in what should be potentially at least on Green Bay side be a shootout because they can't run with Rams. They have to throw the ball. They got no running game right now. So, you know, I expect uh, Allison to have a big game. Well, Sean McCoy is expected to play uh, Monday night against the Patriots, according to ESPN. ESPN. Uh, But still, we don't know that for 100%. Something could happen. For warm-ups, it could be a Dalvin Cook kind of thing. So, uh, like I was saying before, is that you always have to, when you're in doubt, you go with the healthy player. If you had, say, Chris Carson as alternative, you know, just start him today. Yeah, at this point, I'd pretty much start anybody. Uh, you, you can't trust, like you say, trust McCoy. Plus, you, you can't trust him anyway. Uh, you know, I don't like Chris Ivory in this one either because, you know, if McCoy plays, it you know, just takes away a little bit of both of them. So I would stay away from this running game. You know, real good chance Buffalo has to throw the ball 80 times to try and stay in this game. So I, I don't really trust any of the running game here for Buffalo at all. And then uh, we also have word that Marlon Mack is expected to play later today uh, against the Oakland Raiders. But we were just talking about how he's kind of a risk because he's playing with an angle. And Matt Breida looks like he's going to be able to go, but that, uh, that he's likely going to be on a pitch count. Yeah, again, I, I don't trust him to 
to play significantly in this game. You know, inside injuries is warning everybody that, you know, while he may play, the updated injury risk is, is just too much. You know, I think Mostert is still a play, even with Breida starting. That Just because somebody gets the starting tag doesn't really mean anything in this league. As, you know, we saw last week Cleveland listed Duke Johnson as the starter. Uh, Duke Johnson hardly got any, any play at all. It was all Nick Chubb. Don't really read into that. Uh, we know he's the starter, but can he go more than five plays? At this point, we just don't know that. I think Mustard is the guy who's going to see most of the work. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually using him in one of my dynasty leagues today, along with Alvin Kamara. I actually have him as a top 18 start on RotoExperts.com this morning. Uh, looks like looks like Allen Robinson is not going to play. Was very quiet last week, and you would think that you know moving some of these Bears receivers up like Taylor Gabriel and Anthony Miller would seem like a natural fit. But uh, and even Trey Burton as well, from what you expect. But wind and, and weather is going to be a real problem. And I tell people, you know, you have to know the scope of the weather. You have to know the details. And, you know, we're talking about drizzle or rain. And in the second half, the winds are expected to get up, according to NFLweather.com, to 19 mile an hour. And according to DailyRoto.com, the gust could be up to 30 miles an hour today. Yeah, absolutely going to, you know, big a bit be a big imposition to both these passing games. You know, we could see a lot of short yardage passes uh, trying to make uh, plays in the open field, but we're definitely going to have trouble for both these young quarterbacks trying to go down the field, which to me hampers Taylor Gabriel a ton because that's his game, trying to go deep, get open. You know, he's going to I don't know whether the winds, you know, are one way or another in Chicago or across the field, and that that's on me. I don't know that. But that could play into it. If it's one way or the other, then teams can use that to their advantage when they're going that way. But, man, it's going to be really hard to trust, especially, like you say, in the second half, they're expecting gusts up to 30 miles an hour. Uh, this We could really see a ground-about running game that we haven't seen in quite a long time from both of these teams. It might be tough for the Jets to ground it out, though, against that Chicago defense. It, it might be, but Khalil Mack is still not 100%. And, you know, it, they may just not have a choice. I just don't know if Darnold, with that depleting wide receiver core already, really has the weapons to, you know, go out and sling the ball around. And that weather's just not helping. So we may see, you know, these guys getting 18, 20, 22 touches. And, you know, it, I, I'm not saying they're going to have a great game, but that's still what we may see. Well, this this Bears defense was good before Mac came around, and you know Mac is is more of a pass rush threat than anything. Yeah, no, but he's still a monster in the middle. I mean, and you know can't really take away from that at all. I mean, he is what he is. He's one of the best linebackers in the game when fully healthy. Fortunately for the Jets, he's not fully healthy. Uh, the downside here for Crowell is, you know, Chicago's not has not given up a rushing touchdown yet on the season. They've given up three through the air to running backs, but nothing on the ground. So, you know, that doesn't really play into uh, Crowell's, you know, strong point here. Right. And, uh, you know, but, but does it, he Mac plays on the outside. You got Roquan Smith and uh, Trevathan playing on the inside. Those guys are tough. No, no. Again, I'm not saying he's going to have a good game. I'm saying because of the weather, they may just not have much choice except to run a lot. I'm not saying it's going to be productive in any way, shape, or form. I don't like Crowell this this week. I'm just saying he may get a lot of opportunity. 
Yeah, but like about, you uh, always I, say, I, but like you always say, opportunity doesn't mean fantasy production. Right. Maybe throwing the ball out of the backfield here, especially if the pocket's getting crushed and, uh, you know, maybe Trenton Cannon's a sneaky play if, uh, you know, if you're desperate for some running back help. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think he is. I actually am desperate in two leagues for running back help and am running out Trenton Cannon. Just uh, He might be a one-week filler this week with Elijah McGuire back next week, but he should get some play in that this week with those short passes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for that anyway. All right. Uh, let's move on to my wide receiver rankings from rotoexperts.com. Part of your exclusive engine season fantasy football package. Enter the king at checkout for a special discount. Uh, Thielen, Brown, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green. This is all updated on the site right now. Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas. Uh, like Thomas is top seven today with Xavier Rhodes out. Odell Beckham Jr., Juju Smith-Schuster, and Robert Woods uh, really should eat uh, today, especially if he plays in the slot again against Green Bay. He's a top ten wide receiver. I, again, I can't argue that. Rob Woods is having a year, uh, career year right now, and you know he's finally in a system that knows how to use him. Look, in, in, there were times in Buffalo where he really flashed some great talent. It just wasn't consistent because that offense wasn't consistent. Finally finds himself in a great offense. And look, he's a top 12 you know, fantasy wide receiver at this point and playing lights out. I, I don't see that trend discontinuing, especially with Cup uh, you know, remaining out this week. All right, uh, Mike Evans at number 11, Brandon Cooks at number 12. Not that I don't like Stefan Diggs, but just like he gets naturally bumped down to 13. Emmanuel Sanders, T.Y. Hilton, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd at 17. I think he's going to have a good back, bounce-back game. Josh Gordon, Golden Tate in the revenge game, and Julian Edelman. Uh, again, um, you know, a lot of names that rightly so you can't really take him out Diggs, you know he's been disappointing people but he's such a good dynamic receiver that at any point he could put up a monster game really hard to sit him uh but we've seen him have a low floor in some games lately so definitely some upside there but some downside as well but i get it i mean in this matchup should be great for him new orleans great run defense can't stop anybody through the air so i you know i can't fault that at all um you know, the one here, Josh Gordon, definitely creeping up uh, everybody's list, and rightfully so. Uh, my big thing when he came to New England was how was he going to learn this, you know, very tough playbook uh, quickly, And but it seems like he has. You know, when you got Brady raving about you and, you know, want to get you more involved, you know, that's always a positive. Early in the season, he said the same thing with James White. We got to get James White more involved. What happened? All of a sudden, James White just started blowing up. Um, I expect the same thing with Gordon. Look, we know when he's on the field, he's an elite talent at wide receiver. He just is. He's a beast. Um, So they got him healthy. He's on the field. He's playing. He's seeing, you know, an increased number of snaps and targets each and every week. Uh, I love him this week, uh, even against that tough Buffalo defense. And then I got Golden Tate at number 19. The Seattle defense has been playing well overall, but, uh, yeah, Tate not only is a revenge game, but uh, if you go to BurrowExperts.com this morning, check out our matchups to exploit. Uh, you know, you have to check out the fact that he's going against Justin Coleman in the slot. Coleman's had some good games, but uh, this Tate matchup is going to be tough for him. See, the, the only problem I'm having with that is, and it's not anything to do with Tate, it's the fact that Stafford isn't throwing enough. 
You know, the one thing with Tate was you could always count on him for a high number of receptions. And without that there, I mean, if they continue to run the ball well and Stafford is only throwing the ball 20, 25 times a game, it just limits that PPR upside for Tate. Yeah, it does. Uh, but, you know, it, it's a thing where he could have 225 passing yards, one touchdown and no interception, and you still get like maybe 100 yards from Tate and a touchdown. So uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think always necessarily the receiver performance is, uh, you know, connected purely to the quarterback. You don't wait, wait. No, you got to explain that a little. How do you not? I mean, I how can did. you say? <laughs> no, no, you really didn't. I mean, um, he could, but there's, you know, two other good wide wide receivers there that could easily take that game as well. True, but I think uh, what I'm saying is, though, is I, I like Tate to have the best game out of the three. You can't trust Marvin Jones whatsoever. No, no, I, I, I get it. I'm just – okay, we're, we're at odds here. But I, to me, it really comes down to how often Stafford throws uh, – to whether or not these guys can be, you know, weekly starts anymore. And they're all, at this point, risky as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I I think they're risky, but I don't think Stafford's going to throw the ball 15 times either. And, you know, somebody's got to be the leading receiver here. And I think think it's a good matchup for Tate. Uh, Going going on in the 20s, I have Alshon Jeffrey at 21. John Brown at number 22. Your boy, Sterling Shepard. At 23, the underrated, underrated Tyler Lockett at 24. I think both him and Shepard are underrated. Uh, Demarius Thomas at 25. Even though uh, he's facing Kansas City, I don't think he can take advantage of the matchup. Kenny Galladay at number 26. Uh, Devin Funches at 28. I think that could be a pretty good matchup for him today. I have Doug Baldwin at 29. Everybody's talking about how he bounced back before the buck by, but the knees just continue to worry me, and this could be a lower-scoring game. And I have Geronimo Allison at number 30. Yeah, I have Allison a little higher. Again, I, I just think that you know they're going to have to throw a ton. It just does it seem weird to you to have Aaron Rodgers as an eight-point underdog, even against the Rams? I mean, their defense hasn't been you know so so studly that you can't expect Aaron Rodgers to throw for a ton against them. And with that comes you know, uh, of course, Devontae Adams going to get his, but Allison, I, th- I think, is also going to eat in this game. I have him a lot higher than you do. Well, I think it's kind of relative. Uh, so let me, let's have fun. Let's have fun with uh, with fantasy rankings here. Uh, Geronimo Allison or Josh Gordon? Oh, I, yeah, I'm going to go Josh Gordon. I am absolutely buying into Josh Gordon. Um, I'll tell you what, I, I have Allison above Shepard um, because I think Ingram is going to be much more involved in, in this game. And while Shepard had a great week last week with Ingram just being back, I think Ingram with a full week worth of work is going to be much more involved in this one. And I think that does impede Shepard because, let's face it, Matt Manning doesn't have the time to get to that 4-3, and that's what Shepard becomes if Ingram is fully involved. Yeah, I just don't know how involved he's going to be. But then again, you are the Giants guy. Uh, John Brown and Jamal Allison. Ah, uh, man. I, John Brown, another one, good right? game. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It absolutely is. Uh, John Brown has that big play, you know, chance every week. And, you know, we saw a couple of down weeks, but he definitely righted that ship last week. Uh, this week, I, I expect him to have a big game. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I think I think I would still go John Brown over Allison, uh, just by potential in this one in in a game they need. Two minutes. Doug Baldwin or Geronimo Allison. I like Geronimo Allison more than Baldwin. Uh, I think uh, Baldwin is going to have a tough time in this one. Um, I, you know, I just Detroit's out corners on the outside are big and strong, and I think uh, Baldwin, you know, in, in the slot has that chance. But I just don't know if I trust it. Like you said, those knees are still in play. Then I have Chris Godwin, Christian Kirk. Uh, I have Demonte Moncrief at number 34. I think he's kind of a sneaky play today. Michael Crabtree, Taylor Gabriel at 36 because of the weather. As we mentioned, uh, Marvin Jones, Sammy Watkins, Deshaun Jackson, and Jermaine Curse round out my top 40. Any comments there? I think Curse would be a little higher, just short passing game. I think he sees, you know, seven, eight targets at least in this one, but so hard to count on. He looked like a great matchup last week, didn't do squat. Um, so I get that. You know, the other interesting thing here is Deshaun Jackson, and not so much as per your ranking, but the fact that he's asking for a trade. Um, it'd be interesting. You think there's any chance they trade him before Tuesday? Uh, why not? You know, it's it, they, uh, James Winston doesn't look his way enough. If 